Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodie, and I am your host, and I'm recording on a Wednesday because, you know what? I have time. Not only do I have time, uh, there was a lot of news. I wouldn't say it was a lot of good news, but there was a lot of news this week, so I've already filled up a show, so I figured, you know what? I might as well record, and we'll cover whatever happens on Thursday and Friday next week's show. So, yeah. Um... Last week, I actually was able to do this show in like three takes, which is amazing for me. I'm not going to lie. I'm really happy about it because normally it it usually takes close to an hour to record this show, <laughs> which is ridiculous because it's only like 20, 25 minutes long at most. So I, I, I'm very proud of that fact. Um, let's get to the thing that I like this week. There's a couple of things. First, the movie Soul, which is on Disney+. Plus. Might be my favorite Pixar movie of all time. It is so good. Uh, we watched it actually on New Year's Eve. I don't know if I mentioned it here, so I'm mentioning it now. Go watch Soul. It's fantastic. Next is I got my second shot for the vaccine, for the COVID vaccine. And I will tell you, the second shot is worse than the first shot, but still isn't awful. However, um, I'm, I'm mostly just achy. And that's not fun. But on the other side, I'm 96% less of a chance that I'm going to get COVID. So, you know, it's pretty good that way. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Well, I've got some things on the Patreon page, free stuff, a video of the Model Y crash test. There's a video of the 4680 batteries being made about a minute long. And then there's another video of a Rivion Amazon delivery van. So all of that is up there. It's all up for free. So you can watch it anytime. And yeah, it just looks really cool. And then I just want to give a shout out to two people. One is Jonah Kreider. Um, she writes for Clean Technica. She has been doing some really good work with uh, Tesla and SpaceX and all that stuff. So I just want to give her a shout out. And then also, again, Jessica Kirsch. Jessica has been doing like a CES recap. She's got press credentials for CES, which 
actually thought about getting, but then I was like, you know what? My kids are home learning from home. I don't know how that's going to work. And so I just didn't do it because I just didn't have the time to commit to it. But maybe next year and maybe I'll go next year. Who knows? If you would like to support this show, go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt. I know an awkward uh, transition there. Or you can go to supportkilowatt.com. takes you to the same place. You can watch all the videos that I just talked about absolutely free. And for $1, you can support the show and you get access to twice a month uh, Patreon extended episodes. This week, we're going to talk about Neo. You also get access to the Kilowatt Slack and right out of the gate, you don't even have to be a member for a certain amount of time. Right out of the gate, I send you goodies. I send you a handwritten thank you card. I send you stickers and I'll send you some buttons. So, um, yeah, $1. Go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or supportkilowatt.com and let's start the show. In 2020, VW Group sold over 231,600 all-electric vehicles. That is amazing. So let's go through first. What is VW Group? Because it contains a lot of different manufacturers. It's VW, Audi, Bentley, Porsche, Bugatti, and Lamborghini. Without even knowing the official numbers, I think we can safely assume that most of the sales came from VW and Audi. Uh, simply because I don't see a lot of people. I don't even know if there is an electric Bugatti, but I don't see a lot of people buying a Bugatti, to be honest with you, when they cost over a million dollars. But this is how it breaks down. The ID3 sold 56,500 vehicles. The Audi e-tron sold 47,300 vehicles. The e-golf was 41,300. The e-up, which I had not heard of, so maybe this is just a European thing, at 22,200 vehicles, and the Porsche Taycan is 20,000 vehicles. So just in case you don't have the data in front of you, that's a 200% increase in 2020 for Volkswagen Group, which is good because they're a scrappy little startup. They're not big enough yet to compete with the likes of you know Tesla. But they're doing their best, and I think they're going to make it, if I'm being honest with you. I think they're going to be okay. Who knows? I might be wrong. They might go out of business next year. I'm going to pray. All right. Next story. I lost my place in line here because I was being snarky. Along the same lines of 2020 deliveries, but we're going to talk about pre-orders. Lordstown Motors announced that they have over 100,000 pre-orders for the Lordstown Endurance pickup truck. So not too bad. Hopefully those convert to actual sales. GM had a, well, I should say GM uppercase is now GM lowercase because they, they, they updated their logo to make it look more fresh and hip and cool and like the sky and clouds and clean energy. Although it just looks like a lowercase GM with a little line under the M. I'm not going to say I'm impressed by it. But GM gave a CES presentation that was not exciting to me at all. We have already known because Mary Barra, who is the GM CEO, has said that they're going to move towards EVs. They basically restated that in these presentations, so there's no new news there. Um, I wish them the best of luck. Good luck, GM. Maybe you'll be as successful as Tesla one day along the same lines as VW Group. Now, I briefly mentioned last week that the Hyundai CEO announced that they will be working with Apple on an EV. That's 
So that was pretty big news. According to the Korea IT News, Apple and Hyundai will partner on that car sometime in 2024. Well, production will begin in 2024 in the United States. Now, that article has been revised several times, and that date no longer exists in the article. So, you know, take that for what you want. You know, it it could be complete nonsense. It could be that Apple's reaching out and saying, hey, you probably don't want to post that. And here's a a really big ad buy for your, your, uh, your magazine or website, or whatever the Korea IT news is. We're also hearing rumors that Apple approached EV startup Canoe, and we've highlighted Canoe many times on this podcast, but to be more specific, Apple's interested in Canoe's EV skateboard. And allegedly, Apple was seeking to acquire the company, but negotiations halted after Canoe entered the New York Stock Exchange, which, you know, kind of puts a damper on that. It makes things a little bit more complicated, but Apple decided to go another way. Speaking of stock exchange and going public, Lucid Motors is investigating going public via a SPAC, Special Purpose Acquisition Company. This is like... A bunch of companies have done this, but this is like how Nikola Motors became uh, publicly traded. There's basically a company that already exists on the stock exchange that produces nothing. It's just like a placeholder. And then these companies spend a whole bunch of money. I'm sure it's less money than what it would regularly cost to go through all the proper channels. But they spend a whole bunch of money to acquire these SPAC companies. Um, I don't like it. It feels real gross to me, if I'm being honest with you. I know I say that a lot, uh, but it seems like it's cheating. However, uh, you know, if you were to guess which SPAC that they were uh, planning on using, you you might stand to make a little bit of money. No stock advice here. That's not stock advice, just so you know. All right, moving on to the Tesla portion of our show. And I just realized I put my notes so out of order. So forgive me if I sound a little discombobulated here. But Elon donated $5 million to Khan Academy. If you don't know what Khan Academy is, it's basically like an online school where you can just kind of go and look things up. My kids and I use it just to kind of fill in the gaps. If I don't quite know... Like if the kids don't understand what they learned in school completely and I don't understand completely how to explain it, we'll go to Khan or if I don't know what it is at all, we'll go to Khan Academy and that just kind of helps out. It's a really good source. Um, so I think that's great. He donated $5 million. He also donated to the Barstool Fund. Dave Portney, Portnoy, uh, the CEO of Barstool, he set up a fund to help small businesses Aaron Rodgers also donated to this fund, and as a Bears fan, I am contractually obligated to hate Aaron Rodgers, but I do support this fund. And um, by the way, I also hate Tom Brady and Peyton Manning more than I hate Aaron Rodgers, if you can imagine. But yeah, uh, all of this is good. That fund is going to go to help small businesses. They have over $20 million in it, which I think is great, because a lot of small businesses out there need the help for sure. Um, again, I'm saying this a lot. We've talked about this a lot lately, but here we go again. Tesla's filed paperwork to incorporate in India. We all know where that's going eventually. And let's talk about some Model Y news. It looks like the Model Y is getting a heated steering wheel, which, you know, I love my heating steering wheel that I only use once or twice a year in Arizona. Um, can I tell you something though? 
we must so my neighborhood is right next to another neighborhood that has a community pool. So I have to drive through this neighborhood to get to my house. So I drive right by this pool and right now it's like 62 degrees in Phoenix. Nobody that lives in Phoenix uses this pool. We drove by today and there were two people out sunbathing. It's 62 degrees in Phoenix, which is almost Arctic compared to our weather. Um, yeah. Like nobody in there, like everybody in Arizona right now is wearing flip-flop shorts and a jacket and a hat, maybe gloves. Uh, they're not out in their bathing suits, sunbathing. The ridiculous, <laughs> like, uh, those people must be from Canada. James, are you in, are you in my neighborhood? Just out of curiosity. Moving on. Tesla's also started building Model Ys with this single piece rear casting. This takes about 70 different parts and it brings them down to two major parts, which is really cool because it's, it adds simplicity and it's also cost savings. And I don't know if that adds any more structural stability to the vehicle, but, uh, I don't know. If you've seen pictures of this massive casting machine, uh, I, I can't see how it, it doesn't get you excited. Like this thing is massive. This machine is so big and then it produces these parts and spits them out, you know, brings in the raw material on one end and spits them out on the other end. I, I find that manufacturing, I find manufacturing in general really cool, but just the ability to take something that was as, as clunky as 70 different parts to build this thing. Now it's down to two major parts and it's done. It's super cool. Um, why did Tesla finally decide to release the Model Y standard range after Elon said it wasn't going to happen this summer? Well, there's a couple of theories. But before we get into the theories, let's talk about the Model Ys as they stand right now. So we're going to talk about price and range. So the standard range Model Y is 244 miles, um, $42,000. The long range Model Y is 326 mile range and $50,000. And the performance is 303 mile range with $60,000. I will say this, and I don't know if this was on the demo car just because it was on the demo car or if it's on all performance model wise, but there was a little switch you could toggle back and forth to make it a long range model Y or a performance model Y. I don't know if that's on every vehicle, but the Tesla guy was showing me that when I took the performance out for a little spin. So if you have a performance model three, would you let me know if that's an actual thing or not? But anyway, some people claim that this is because of market pressure. The Mustang Mach-E's out uh, or coming out. The VW ID3 and ID4 are coming out. The ID3 is already out in Europe. The ID4 is coming soon. The Audi Q4 e-tron, the Chevy Bolt, the Hyundai Kona, and all the competition that's going on in the Chinese market. Um, I don't buy into this theory. I don't think the few vehicles that these companies are going to sell at this point as compared to where Tesla is selling their electric vehicles is inconsequential to Tesla. I do think over the next couple of years that this is this market pressure will be a real thing. But right now, I don't think there's any market pressure on Tesla at all uh, to compete with these companies because the, Mos the Mustang Mach-E unproven, ID4 unproven, the e-tron unproven. The Chevy Bolt has done eh. And the Hyundai Kona has done pretty good, but probably not as good as it should be. And then you also have all of these, uh, this competition in, in China, which that actually might be some sort of uh, driving force for Tesla. Maybe if they're like, you know what they got, we have 
this uh, pricing segment that we need to hit and we can do that with the Model Y and we might as well just release it everywhere if we're going to do it in China. Maybe that's what they're, they're, they were thinking, but I doubt it. What I think is that there's a hole between the Model Y and the Model 3. So the starting Model 3 is at 37500 but the start at the Model Y is like $49,000. So we're looking at a $12,000 difference between the starting price of the Model 3 and the Model Y. I, I, I think that's a pretty big gap. And there's a lot of people like Sierra and Brad who would have liked to have owned the Model Y but bought the Model 3 instead because the long-range Model Y was too expensive. So what are your thoughts? I would like to hear what your guys' thoughts are. Why did Tesla and Elon, after saying that, that nobody wants a car that's sub 250 miles, why did they all of a sudden release this vehicle? And let's keep in mind also, right now it's at 244 miles. Through software updates, Tesla can bump that to 250, I'm sure. Um, probably within the next year, year and a half at the most. Moving on to the Model S and Model X. The Model S and Model X lines were up and running again, or they are up and running again, but we have no idea what changed. So stay tuned, super friends. I don't know, I don't know what else to tell you there. I was expecting this big grand because it's the CES week and everybody's making all these announcements. So I was making, I was expecting this grand announcement from Tesla, but it turns out we didn't get a grand announcement from anybody at CES in terms of electric vehicles. Like it was pretty boring. Like Sony announced that they were working on a car, but they announced that last year too. Nothing new, but let's talk about Panasonic. Panasonic president, Kazuhiro Tusaga, man, I butchered that for sure. Uh, he wants everybody to know that Tesla will start building their own battery cells, even though, excuse me, he wants everybody to know that even though Tesla will start building their own battery cells, that does not make Tesla and Panasonic direct competitors. So this is what uh, he said here. This is his quote. We have begun development of a new automotive battery, the 4680, for Tesla in the United States. The electrode structure is difficult because of its high capacity. We will make prototypes in Japan and establish a manufacturing method. High reliability, it's a hard word to say, is one of our strengths. There is no concern that Tesla will become a competitor, although Tesla is promoting in-house production of the battery. Tsuga says. Hopefully I said his name right. Um, you know what? My guess is Tesla is going to have to heavily rely on their battery partners for, you know, quite some time to come. Uh, honestly, Tesla has a lot on their plate and adding mass production of batteries. That kind of seems like an unnecessary stress, especially when you look at the quality of partners, the battery cell partners that Tesla has. According to one of the many articles I read on this, Panasonic should start producing 4680 cells at Giga Nevada sometime in 2021. So, I don't know. Exciting news. I like battery cell technology. I like this stuff. I get nerded out about it. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Kilowatt. Um if you want to email me, it's Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital. If you want to hear my other podcast, which is about a social media cult, it's fiction, and it's only about 10 minutes long, you can search Visco Cult or look in the show notes and you can find a link to it. 
and wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, let's see here. I'm on Twitter at 918digital. I want to thank everybody very much for listening to the show, and I hope you all have a wonderful week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.